Payne County, a blessed February. Hey, don't forget about the rest of the world that listens to this. February. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, other people listen, but we care less about them. Ouch. Ouch. But welcome, one and all. Mm -hmm. Welcome all of our listeners from Morocco. There's not people that listen from Morocco. I don't know. I have to look at the map. Germany. We're huge in Germany. Um, Is that a good thing? That's probably not a good thing. What about Iraq and stuff? Uh, Such as (laughs) the... Such as the Iraq, and <laughs> if you don't know that reference, you can look it up. There's this, it was the Miss Miss America. We were sitting Miss, here watching it one night, the Miss America pageant. Just kidding, every, we weren't. Don't tell everyone kidding. that we watch pageants. <laughs> uh, we weren't. We weren't watching a pageant. And they asked her, uh, they asked Miss, uh, whatever was it was, Miss South Carolina, like what, uh, her, her take on world events, and she's... Gave <laughs> crazy answer. Anyway, we welcome all of you. Okay, January is over. Yep. Wow. Adios, January. It that, went super rapido that furioso. Happened. That happened. Yeah. And so with February, uh, at least this year, comes uh, the great season of Lent. Oh, wait, I know. It's coming So the thing, soon, the soon. thing that will... Uh, Surprise everyone. So when I used to be uh, at Bishop Kelly High School, every year we would start school on either like August 10th, 11th, 12th, uh-huh. or 13th, basically. Okay. And every year we would announce, the day would be announced, and every year everyone would say, oh, we are starting so early. And it's like, no, no, we're not. <laughs> we started a day later last year. Or yeah, day, yeah, you know. Yeah. This year, people really are saying, oh my gosh, it's already Lent? It's Lent? on the Feast of St. Cyril and Methodius Lent. this year. Also known as Valentine's whoa, Day. Whoa, whoa, minor feast day. We don't care. We're celibate. We don't care about that. I didn't even know when Valentine's Day was the other day. I was like, hey, um, y'all just remember, uh, Lent is coming up. It starts on you know Ash Wednesday. Uh, it's on the Feast of St. Cyril and Methodius, also known as Valentine's Day. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm not really sure what that number date is. I think it's like... I, you know, I've been out of the dating world about five or six years, so I'd, <laughs> I mean, 25 years. <laughs> he really has. Don't, uh, this is how rumors get started. <laughs> so Lent uh, is is early. It, it is early. Rob was laughing. Um, so in a similar way, you know, we had like the shortest Advent ever. Well, Lent, Lent is the same amount of time. It's always mm-hmm. Ash Wednesday to the Triduum. But uh, this year, it's early because Easter is March 31st. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, we can have you can have Easter like well into April. I mean, like Palm Sunday this year, I'm on a mission trip Palm and, you're, Sunday and you're covering my the mass. end of spring break. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. the Sunday of spring break. So we're only having a 4 p.m. mass on Palm Sunday and oh. you're covering it. Thank mm. you very much. You're welcome. I can't wait to preach against everything you've told them. <laughs> I'm just going to stand up and say, remember what Father Kerry said over the last eight years? Forget about it. Ignore it. Okay. Have a great day, everyone. By the way, the procession is going to start outside. We hand out palm I'll branches outside. Email. I'll take an email with all this you information don't, you don't want in me, it. You, you can, telling me right I now. I can tell you now. This is the equivalent of people telling me things right after Sunday Mass. I can tell you it now. Then you can go back and listen to it again. No. On the day before Palm Sunday. I would like an email with 
it explained that I can print it out and put it in my calendar. And then on the day of, I can brief myself and don't have to call you when you're in Syria or wherever you're going <laughs> on, your, on your mission trip. Um, okay, so just real, this as a refresher, you know, when people say, well, how, why, is, why is Easter so early? Which is why is Ash Wednesday so early? So just as a refresher, here's how the date of Easter gets set. Uh-huh. They let out a bunch of chickens. Ready? And they run around. And whatever the, the date so the Easter, chickens sit down on. Easter every year is oh, the whoops. first Sunday after the first mm-hmm. full moon after the spring equinox. Yes. That's how they do it? That's Easter. Not, not, they don't put it like a calendar out and then let it lose some crazy chickens. So and you can actually look up the date of Easter in the year 2416. Or the date of Easter and in the will, year like 150. And it will tell you. Yeah. The first Sunday after the first full moon after the spring equinox. And so it's, it's given to us by the stars. Uh-huh. Anyway, so that's why Easter is so early. Okay, so let's, we should talk about Lent because both of our parishes have exciting Lents oh. coming up. Uh-huh. And it kind of starts, I would say it starts before Lent. Yes. So let's do, let's talk about a number of things. Uh, can we talk first about the special relics that we have coming on February oh. 11th and 12th? So this is not Lent related necessarily. But I think will be a nice spiritual preparation for Lent. Uh, okay, so just as a recap, we Catholics, we love relics. Relics come in a variety of forms. We have first-class relics, which are like bones. Or a, bones of or saints, a body, body. Or the body, yeah. yes, yes. The skull or the arm. Um, both of arch parishes have first-class relics in our altars. yes. Um, we have here at St. Francis Xavier, we have a piece of the ankle bone of St. Francis Xavier, the man, uh-huh. and we have a piece of the rib of uh, Blessed Stanley Rother, which is awesome. Uh, what, do you, what do you have? Oh, well, we have in our altar, encased in, in, in it, like underneath it, like inside of it, is the bone of the Bishop of Alexandria, um, from the year 609. His name is uh, Bishop uh, Lewogius. Oh, Lewogius? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Evo- Elogius a- 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 with I an E-U. Yeah. E-U-L. Elogius. He was the I was just Bishop reading him this morning. Oh, were you really? Because no. there's only one piece of paper that exists. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, I was not. So we got that. our relics from a church that was decommissioned, an old convent. Yes. That, um, and they took the altar out. Dig and it. the relics came out, and we got the relics. Dig it. Eulogious. So relics. So first class relics are like the uh, uh-huh. body, a bo- part of the part of the body. Second class relic would be something that maybe the saint owned. Also, first class relics would also be anything that has to do with our Lord. So that would be like a piece of the of the cross. Yeah, I have a piece of the true cross. You have one as yeah. well, like, but uh-huh. they're like splinters. We don't have we don't have one here. Oh, they're like splinter There's splinters. There's one at Christ the King in Tulsa. So I have one at St. John. So if you want to borrow it for Good Friday, because we have our liturgy at three. The exaltation of the whole. We have stations at three that day. Yeah, we have our. Uh, oh, but we're doing the yeah Good Friday service at seven. I can loan it to you. Okay. Yeah. So then, second class relics are like a, a piece of clothing that the person wore. 
or Padre Pio's rosary, you know, mm-hmm. those kinds of those kinds of things. And then a third class relic is any sacred object that has been touched to a first class relic. So if I have I have a rosary and I touch it to the tomb of John Paul II. Mm-hmm. The tomb of John Paul II, that's his body, first class relic. My rosary that touched the tomb, third class relic. Yes. Okay. So with all that in mind, <laughs> we have the backstory a very the- interesting relic, which may come across as obscure, but you gotta hear us out. Coming on February 11th to um, your no, place? 11th in the evening, which is Super Bowl Sunday. So okay, Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, we'll make our predictions here in a minute. And then the 12th, it's... The 12th well, is Monday. Uh, uh, yeah. The Monday before Ash Wednesday. Uh-huh. And it's coming here it's coming to St. Francis Xavier. For Mass. Um, and then I, back to you. Uh, yeah, so it's coming over to St. John. So it's Sunday night at St. John, Monday night at St. John. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is like wildly exciting. Monday midday at St. Francis Xavier. Exactly. Okay. And Father Carey, tell us what we've won. Um, well, so, you what, know, we've... Which relic? So w- one of the cool things, people look, at, um, uh, people look at Stillwater and they're like, wow, you all have really awesome, two really awesome, beautiful churches, and you have this big rectory. And we're like, yeah, and one of the reasons one of the reasons why there's a big rectory is we have all these priests that just come in and flow in. So there's these two Jesuits that are going on a pilgrimage around the United States, um, taking the skull of Saint John de Brebeuf, uh, who is a North American martyr. Remember um, the evangelization of North America, upstate New York, the Hurons, the Iroquois, the Mohawks, uh, Jean de Brebeuf, Isaac Jogues. Uh, and those martyrs, the, all those Jesuits came over here in their like late 20s, early 30s to evangelize the Hurons, which had become Catholic. And they were killed by the Mohawks, uh, which of um, Kateri Tekawitha, the lily of the Mohawks, was from that tribe. So Jean de Rebeuf, he was said to be like a massive dude, a big, tall, like strong guy. That he, one of the books, there's a book called The Saint Among Savages. And it's the diaries well, of these two guys. Right. And they say Jean de Brebeuf could take a what would be carried by like four Huron men and carry a canoe by himself. He was just like big, strong, wow. tough dude. And when he was martyred, he was they poured boiling hot water over him three times, then cut out his heart, and people ate it. And this was by the Mohawks. Um, so they have Whoa. his skull. I don't think they have the body of Isaac Joseph because they, it, it was put into, after yeah, he didn't would, they throw it in the stream or they something? They did. After yeah. they tomahawked him to death, they threw it in the stream. So Jean Durbaba's skull is in like a glass treasure chest and it'll, um, it's here for veneration and to, and to pray because people are like, Oh, the relics are real weir- weird, but bones were even important for the old Testament. Like when Moses is leaving, he tells them like, take my bones with you. Like, don't leave me here. Um, you know, even when um, Joseph and the 12 tribes of Israel are dying, um, the, 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 the question that's asked is like, what are you going to do with my bones? Don't leave me in a foreign land. Uh, but there's also power to bones. Remember, I think it's Elijah or Elisha lays the boy on the bones of somebody and the kid yes. rises from the dead. Oh, yeah. That's so, why. I mean, there's, yeah, there's, a, there's grace yeah. given... So that is, that is really, not, in one sense, nothing to do with Lent other than, you know, the readings of Ash Wednesday are a reminder 
that you're going to die. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so if a couple days before that, you can come and see the skull of one of the great saints of North America, it's a nice reminder that heaven awaits right. for those who love him. Remember that time we went to the Bone Church and you we had all those Bishop Kelly kids? I stinking love it. And it says, what you are now we once were and what we are now you will be too. So there's this, but yeah, this church in Rome that's run by the Capuchins and they... They basically decorate the church with the bones of the dead friars. Yeah, down in the basement, there's that crypt. But the, you're you're right. I mean, it's, it's not a just reminder. About, yeah, gonna, it's not just like, hey, it's like this guy was alive. Memento he, mori. Remember he, your death. He was a missionary. He evangelized. This is you know we put Kateri Tekawitha up in our church in the art and the apps, and people keep asking why, 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 why would you put Kateri Tekawitha up there? And I say, you know what? She's awesome. She is awesome. But I really love my very first pilgrimage that I went when I had no idea what I was doing in life. I, I was living in upstate New York. I was oh, running, you were not in seminary? No. No, I was living in upstate Nor New York. were you a priest? In Albany, New York, working, doing satellite communications work. And really was just kind of lost and like didn't know what the Lord was asking me to do. But I felt like I was supposed to be a priest. And I just, so what did I do? I went to the Shrine of the North American Martyrs. And went and prayed there and walked around and spent the day there. And I brought my very first medal there of Isaac Jogues and oh. John Duberbuff. They're on the flip side. That's a cool place. I've been up there. Yeah, it's it's a really beautiful place. Ori, Ori'sville. Ori'sville, right there on the A-U-R-I-E-S-ville. river. A-U-R-I-E-S-ville. Yeah, yeah. Ori'sville, New York. So when I so they've become my like super pals, John Duberbuff and Isaac Jobes. <laughs> like a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Father so, Carey and his super pals. So when someone said, when um, Father Michael um, said, well, hey, I'd like to bring the relics of Jean de Brebeuf through Stillwater, I was like, bro, get here. Let's do it. Well, Genka, you've met him before. Yeah, he stayed He stayed at our, at our house. I always get him and Wignicki mixed up, and I call them the opposite names. Wignicki, Wiggenka, Wigni- and I and then Just I call him Father. Father that's Michael, you, SJ. So I'm really excited. About- and so the Jesuits are coming with them. Yeah, him and Father Ruiz. Because are they doing your like mission? No, no, no. Um, no, the mission is um, the week before. Oh, okay. So this is okay. Separate events. Okay. So that, anyway, that's happening February eleventh, February twelfth. So check our social media. There'll be a little. We get we made up a little thing that we're going to do it here. Uh, so there actually is going to be mass on yep. Monday, February twelfth. We usually don't have public mass on Monday. But we are going to that day because the skull of St. John de Brebeuf is going to be here. And that is awesome. Okay, so Sunday night and Monday night at St. John's. Monday midday at St. Francis Xavier. Okay, so then also that night, so St. Francis Xavier, we are having our Lenten Parish mission. That night too? And we're going to do it. So it's going to be the 12th, 13th, 14th, and 15th. Okay. And we have, not a Jesuit, but a Benedictine, Father Simeon Spitz, OSB, who is the prior of St. Gregory's Abbey in Shawnee, Shawnee, Oklahoma, for those of you in Morocco, is an hour <laughs> south, about an hour south of Stillwater. And there, there is a Benedictine Abbey called St. Gregory's, and they have some monks. And one of them is Father Simeon. So Father Simeon is kind of a young guy, probably in his 30s, maybe. Um 
and is a wonderful, just an excellent speaker. Um, and he spoke at like the Dawson Youth Conference. And then where I, I mean, I've met him over the years and he did our, uh, one of our, we did like a little staff day of prayer. We went out to the uh, monastery and he is also, in addition to being the prior, which is kind of like the second in charge, there's the, there's the abbot and then the prior. He is also in charge of the bees, <laughs> the apiary um, at the monastery. So he gave us the this whole, bees. he gave us this really beautiful talk on how a parish is like a beehive. It okay. was fascinating and so cool. So anyway, after that, and that went so well, this is a year ago, I, I uh, asked him if he would come for um, our Lenten parish mission. So that's going to be every night, Monday night, the 12th, Tuesday night, the 13th, and Thursday night, the 14th, the 15th, excuse me. And then the 14th is Ash Wednesday. So we want you yeah. to come on Monday night to hear a talk, Tuesday night to hear a talk, Wednesday, go to Mass, and Thursday night, another talk. Uh, so ours is February 5, 6, and 7. Oh, so you're going pre, you're like pre-pre-Lent. Well, because we also lose a week because of spring break of Lent. So we pre-game Lent oh. um, a week usually because you, there's some week of spring break. Pre-gaming that, um, um, There's a... There's there's always a week in Lent yeah, that's yeah, gone, and yeah. it's like okay, how can we prepare people for Lent, and not just like oh hey you know during the middle of Lent figure it out yeah so okay who is coming to do your oh Carlos Lenten Carlos mission? the guy from Catholic uh, Catholic Answers Carlo Broussard yeah oh okay tell us about that what is the he's giving um, his talk is on let's see here I have it written down oh yeah. The Tale of a Savior King, the Biblical and Theological Reflection on Jesus' Passion, Death, and Resurrection. Wow. Okay, tell everyone who Carlo Broussard is. Carlo Broussard works for Catholic Answers, and he lives here in the Diocese of Tulsa. Yeah, he just moved and, here last yeah. summer. And so he's going to give— He's kind of a big deal. Yeah, he is. He's um, He's written numerous books. He's. I mean, he's talked all over the world. Okay, li- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be open kimono here. I don't know what that means. Open kimono means, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rob has lived in Asia. <laughs> um, it means I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be You're bearing your soul. Um, right yeah, now? I know nothing about him. Oh, like, you it, know what you just said is all accurate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's an apologist. He's a professional apologist. He spends his life. I mean, he's married, has kids, and all that. Great, awesome. He spends his life. His professional life is defending. And promoting the Catholic faith. Oh, not apologizing. Apologizing in the apology in the in the Greek in the Greek sense. Oh, got it. Of uh, not saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm Catholic," but rather defending. Yeah, showing why the why the Church is, is awesome. true, is true, good, and beautiful. Um, so he he lived forever in, out in San Diego, and then the diocese in a what I just would only describe as a coup. Uh, got him to move here. So he works half-time for Catholic Answers and half-time for the Diocese of Tulsa. And Jimmy Aiken, the guy from Catholic Answers, yeah. also moved from California to his home in Arkansas. Oh, so really? I think there's a full retreat from California. Yeah. Because it yeah. just costs so much money. And it's like, the, California sucks. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, it does. Hey, wait, kids I listen, mean, okay. kids whoa, whoa. listen to this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, California, San Luis Valley, not San Luis Valley, 
Um, up the there, San Joaquin Valley? No, I used to live in the San Joaquin Valley. No, up there in the valley near Bakersfield, the farming ranching communities, the Frosts. I mean, there's lots of really good families. And then there's California, and it just... In the words of Father O'Brien, it's just... I, I, it's just that's the government nice. there. <laughs> oh boy! Anyway, hey, that let's was talk. A very broad criticism. Let's like talk about. Hey, let's you're talk. like an old man shaking your fist right now. Nah, except not shaking my fist. Just blah. Um, anyway, let's talk about Lent. What are you gonna? What, you got a plan for Lent? Um, I'm going to pray. I'm going to fast, and I'm going to give alms. Okay, booyah! That's great. Next question. Um, are, are you going to fast from? And this is. I'm, I'm, I got my soapbox ready for this. Are you just going to fast from, you know, soda again or chocolate cake or like when cookies? When was the last time I ate a chocolate cake? Um, I n- never. Because that's what most people do. Oh. They, this is what? I like, thought you were, you were like pointing at me in a very accusatory way. Well, most people, they, they do two things. They, they fast from something like coffee which they need in their life and they become grumpy jerks without yeah. it. And the other thing they do is they fast from something that's imaginary. Like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to fast some cake. It's like, you don't yeah. eat cake every day, but you do yell and scream at people on the road every three or four hours. Yeah, you and you do gossip and slander. Yeah. Well, I, the students, we made up this card. I remember. Are you doing that again this year? Yeah, I'll, I'll bring you some. If okay. you want some to give out to your people and it's normally, it says, don't wait for Lent on it. And it, now it says Lent is here. <laughs> And it has stuff on it. It's like um, things of promiscuity, drugs, weed. Um, and c- kids are like, um, Father, isn't it true you can't give up mortal sin for Lent? And I was like, yes, they're on there so that people start doing it. But then it has like – What do you got- mean you can't give up mortal sin for Lent? Because you're not supposed to be doing it anyway. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. But I mean that would be to, to, to on Ash, you know on Ash Wednesday to make a new – Yes. Make a new start and that's go to what, confession and yep, yep. and and yeah, repent and believe in the gospel. So we, we made up this card and it's got the four sections of prayer, fasting, the four sections almsgiving, of weed, drugs, and uh, prayer, fasting, and promiscuity. <laughs> uh, and then service. Like, what are you going to do to serve others this year? Like prayer, fasting, almsgiving, and service. Yeah. So I think our encouragement would be. To go, I would just go deep. Like, like you're, yeah. Don't be, yeah. I mean, get fine. I mean, give up chocolate, fine, whatever. But like, really, what's going? What is going to actually bring about a change in your life of something that is lacking? I mean, really, how much? I mean, for like almsgiving, for example. I mean, money. Money is important. Um, you know, no money, no mission. Um, but like, do you ever like really serve the poor? You know, do you ever, do you really go out of your way to help somebody who is really in a hard situation? Yeah. I mean, that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, we say, we say repent and believe in the gospel. Now, do we really repent? Do we say, I actually... I am a terrible sinner and I'm in need of conversion. You know, yeah. yeah. And, the, and, and let me just, uh, you know, spoiler alert, you are. 
And I am. Right. I'm, I'm right. not speaking third person. I'm like, we are. It's I've like, been listening to Bishop Barron lately, and he he has this, he just like works it in where he's like, and so, fellow sinners. I love that. I'm just like, yes, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think it's time, like, wake, like, wake up, like, look, look at your life. And no doubt, I have no doubt that there are good things happening in your life. That you are in many, all who are listening to this, in some way, you are loving and char- you're charitable. It's great. But you are also a miserable sinner. <laughs> in need of God's and love sin, and grace. And sin makes you unhappy. And sin gets in the way of your relationship with God. And sin gets in the way of your relationship with your spouse and your kids and your fellow parishioners and your coworkers and your neighbors. And so what are we going to do to root, to root, root out sin, to invite God into our lives in a new way? And so it's not just like all these things that I'm, that I'm doing. Because that's I, I Pelagianism. Think, right. That's a heresy. It's like the, you, you cannot save yourself. And so what, is, what am I going to do? What am I gonna what am I gonna get rid of that's getting in the way? And that's where prayer and fasting and almsgiving. And so in order when people say I don't have enough time to pray, yes, you do. Um, it's just simply not you're you're lying. You're lying. And I know, like I know these moms and dads are out there listening there and they're like, shoot, I got four kids under the age of six and okay. So you don't have a ton of time to pray, but you do have time to pray. And what you're, what we're, a lot of us are doing right now is we're filling up that time with television and doom scroll. Our, our doom, doom scrolling. Father <laughs> Carrie learned a new word the other day. Doom scroll. No, no. I learned uh, die or ride. Ride or die. Ride or die. Ride or die. Ride or die. We're so hip. We're so hip. We're always, always on the edge, <laughs> always on the cusp of what all the kids are doing. No, we have no idea. But anyway, what, what in your life is getting in the way? So just take a moment right here, right now. If I said to you, what is like the one thing that is getting in the way of you having a deeper relationship with the Lord Jesus? Right? My guess is right, just in that moment, you thought of, oh my gosh, I watch too much TV. Oh my gosh, I'm on my phone too much. Oh my gosh, like pornography. Oh my gosh, I drink too much. Oh my God, what else? What are, what are other people thinking? Um, I, my, I, girl, my boyfriend or girlfriend is getting in the way of my relationship with the Lord. I have, I have second dinners. My food <laughs> food is getting in the way of my relationship yeah. with the Lord. Um, the way I spend my time. Um, my, the fact that I have not forgiven this person who has harmed me. Uh, all these kind of things, right? And so now, this is the time. Lent is the time to work on those things. And 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 start and and start to root them out. And if you have to be dramatic, be dramatic. If you you know one of the things I mean we we hear this a lot of like if there's something in your life that is in the way, and it's a if it's a, is it a physical if it's a physical object, mm-hmm. remove it, remove it. Take it. Take the time when you're motivated right here right now to to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I agree. To to take the pink flamingo and kill it. Sorry. I was just trying to figure out. There's a box over there that says a pink flamingo and yellow pages. Father Carrie's having a squirrel moment. Right and here. I saw it and I was like, 10 minutes ago, I thought, how am I going to work a pink flamingo into this? And there is that 
pretty thing. Root, the, the pretty thing that we're like, this is so pretty and lovely that I'm gonna. Uh, I need to kill it. Murder uh, your darlings. Murder your. I, I, I've been listening to a lot of a lot of stuff recently and reading and just like trying to figure out this whole AI world. Um, and the, I, I, I got a phrase from uh, two AI engineers, and they, they were saying it, um, it's... Ride right, right or na- die. Right now, it's a competition of, of what is going to be your greatest love. And what the AI artificial intelligence is doing, they're, they're creating artificial, not real things. And as they produce it, they're looking at the way you use because the machine does it itself. It starts to collect all your data of what you look at, what you see, what you, but, but what, when you talk and your phone is hearing you talk, all that collection of data and it's presenting to you the thing you love the most. And then it gets you hooked on it even more. Whoa. So as you're doing your examination in this great season of preparation for the great season of Lent and Easter, what's, what's the pink flamingo? That'll preach, man. What do you love the most? Mm -hmm. And really, and if you look at your time. And artificial intelligence is going to tell you what it is. If you look at your time and your money and yeah, your, like your thoughts, what, what what are you spending the most time and you know what 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 your res- the resources that you have what are you thinking about what mm-hmm. are you doing and what are you spending your money on that's what you love weed oh my gosh wine yeah and vacations oh yeah okay that'll preach man that might be you might hear that again on ash wednesday oh boy all right we'll see you next week peace